Hello everyone, welcome back to the Not So Grateful Dead Halloween special. It is your host, Grayson Decker, back at it again with another episode for you on this spooky week. I'm excited. It is a very interesting group of people, I guess is how you would describe it. And I guess it is kind of a case as well. But it's really interesting to me. I listened to a podcast about it probably my freshman year of college. So a long time ago. But I thought it was really very fascinating. I also find this topic very fascinating as well. So I hope you do too. And I think that's about it. It is raining, so if you hear that, I apologize, but it actually might be kind of nice. I don't know. Also, please let me know if you have enjoyed Spooky Week. I would like to know what you think of it and if you've enjoyed it, because I want to do it next year as well, and I want to know what I can improve on or if you've liked what has come out so far and how you feel at the end of the week as well. Just let me know how you feel. There is quite a few more episodes coming out that are full of cool things, fun topics. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the week and I think that's about it. Let's get into it. Let's get get into it. All right, everyone, today we are going to be covering Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate was a religious movement most commonly described as a cult. Heaven's Gate was founded back in 1974, and it was originally named Human Individual Metamorphosis. Let's first go back to 1972, where the roots of Heaven's Gate really begin. Marshall Applewhite had just been fired from the University of St. Thomas in Houston, Texas. Marshall had been fired from this position due to a supposed relationship that he had been pursuing with a male student of his. And because of these accusations, his 16-year marriage had basically just ended. In March of 1972, Marshall is visiting a friend in a hospital when he meets Bonnie Nettles. Bonnie was working at the hospital as a nurse during this time, and Bonnie, too, had just recently gotten a divorce, and she had actually been married for 23 years. The two of them had this sort of connection, and this is when they decided that they are going to go on this spiritual journey together. And not to mention, the two of them had just gone through and were actively going through some extremely rough patches in life. I mean, they both just got a divorce, and they were in quite lengthy marriages. Marshall Applewhite actually spoke on how he felt as though he had known Bonnie for a long time, or maybe he had even met her in a past life of some sort. Bonnie stated that their meeting had been something that was foretold to her by extraterrestrials. The two of them go on a spiritual journey with one another and work on their beliefs and practices. And by June 19th, 1972, the two of them had solidified what they believed in and what they planned to go on to teach and preach about. Bonnie and Marshall held some very interesting beliefs. The two of them believed that they were 
chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies, and because of this, they were actually given a higher level of minds than everyone else in the world. The two of them also believe that they were the two witnesses that are described in the book of Revelations and the Bible, and the two witnesses are two prophets, and they can be interpreted in many different ways, two people, two groups of people, or even two concepts. These two witnesses are never named or identified within the Bible, and they are described in the Bible as two olive trees and two lampstands, and they have the power to destroy their enemies, control the weather, and cause plagues. This description is said to have been seen as some sort of symbolism, or it could be taken literally. So, Bonnie and Marshall are at the point in their spiritual journey where they are genuinely believing that they are the two witnesses. So, very interesting. Bonnie and Marshall saw this sudden discovery as extremely important. This was something that had to be shared. So, the two of them sought out churches and religious groups or movements. When Bonnie and Marshall would go and share their newfound knowledge, the two of them would refer to themselves as the two, or the UFO too. Here was their mission, so to speak. The two of them would be killed and then resurrected and transported onto the spaceship. And this whole act of being killed and such would be referred to as the demonstration. This demonstration to them would be something that people could actually see. So this would mean that what they believed in was true and people could actually you know, take Bonnie and Marshall for their word and believe what they say. It was a physical act. At this point, however, as one can imagine, churches and other spiritual groups didn't really believe the claims of Bonnie and Marshall, and the two of them would gain no followers from this. In May of 1974, Bonnie and Marshall gained their first follower, and her name was Sharon Morgan. And she actually left both of her children behind at home, and she joined Bonnie and Marshall. This, however, did actually not last long. It was just a month, and then she goes back home and returns to her family. Bonnie and Marshall then are arrested and charged with credit card fraud, and this was because of the usage of Sharon Morgan's credit card during the time that she was away from her family. Later, these charges were actually dropped. And though these charges were dropped, Marshall did actually spend six months in a Missouri jail. And this was because of a rental car that Marshall did not return. And he had this car for nine months before he actually got caught. Marshall was released in early 1975. After Marshall was released, in no time, he and Bonnie were back together trying to spread their religious movement, and they were attempting to get people to join, so they were trying to recruit people. 
The two of them during this time published ads for meetings where they would try and recruit more people and these so-called followers, they called them disciples and the group of disciples were referred to as the crew. Bonnie and Marshall would speak about how the two of them were from another planet and this was called the next level and Bonnie and Marshall had this mission, so to speak, and it was to gain participants for this experiment. So what is in it for these participants when they do this experiment, you might ask yourself. Uh, And it was said that if they participated in this experiment, they would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. In April of 1975, Bonnie and Marshall spoke to a group of 80 individuals, and and these individuals were part of a metaphysical group in Los Angeles. Here, the two of them spoke about how they simultaneously came to this conclusion that the two of them were the two witnesses in the book of Revelation. And it was said that during this meeting, Bonnie and Marshall seemed to portray themselves as charismatic and spiritual about what they were discussing with this group. From this meeting, 25 individuals joined the human individual metamorphosis group. In September of 1975, Bonnie and Marshall shared their story, preached, and convinced more individuals to join their religious movement in a motel meeting in Waldport, Oregon. Around 20 people then sold all of their worldly possessions, said goodbye to their family and loved ones, and then they simply just vanished. It was at this time as well, Bonnie and Marshall began referring to themselves as these aliases, Doe, who is Marshall, and T, who is Bonnie. They had around 100 followers, and along with these followers, Bonnie and Marshall crossed the country to spread their religious movement. They would sleep in tents and sleeping bags, and they really just lived a very scarce life for a while because they quite literally just didn't have much of their belongings anymore. They literally like had to give it all up to be a part of this group. It's just so crazy to me. Let's talk about some more of their beliefs. So Marshall believed that he was directly related to Jesus Christ himself. Uh, He was the evolutionary kingdom level above human. I don't really know what that means, but I guess it means that he was directly related to Jesus Christ. Just another way of saying it. I don't really know. (laughs) Marshall's beliefs also suggested that he thought of himself as Jesus's successor and the present representative of Jesus Christ on earth. It was taught to the followers that Marshall's bodily vehicle or vessel was inhibited by the exact same alien spirit that also belonged to Jesus Christ. It was also taught to the followers that Bonnie's body was represented or presented as God the Father. These human bodies were really just seen as camo to mask themselves when walking amongst the people that are on earth, but they were actually from outer space. They were also convincing all of these people that the two of them would save and lead them all out of the corrupt world, aka earth. In 
In April of 1976, Bonnie and Marshall stopped all recruitment and began enforcing these incredibly strict rules for the group. These rules included giving up things like sex, money, and drugs. Bonnie and Marshall also established this sort of authority over the group. They were religious leaders and essentially the bosses of the group. It was said by a follower that human individual metamorphosis changed drastically, quote, from a loosely organized social group to a centralized religious movement comparable to a roving monastery. A lot of the followers for this group came from the hippie generation and a large majority of them just wanted to find themselves or were longtime truth seekers. They wanted something different and more exciting than that of a traditional religion like Christianity, Judaism, or Catholicism. However, not all of these followers were in it just for the religious aspect of things. There were UFO lovers uh, who were seeking just kind of like a higher meaning for these UFOs. In 1982, the group changed the name from Human Individual Metamorphosis to Heaven's Gate. And in 1984, Bonnie Nettles actually died of brain cancer. And at this point, many people began questioning this religious movement or cult or however you want to describe it at this point. How could one of the two witnesses die and her body still remain on Earth? This occurrence went against virtually everything that Bonnie and Marshall had preached, so it was kind of a big hit for this group. Marshall then changed the whole course of his beliefs and teachings. Now it wasn't just if you get on the UFO, you make it into heaven, but also if you committed suicide, you would achieve the exact same thing. He began getting more and more controlling during this time. And also during this time, Marshall attempted and was slightly successful in getting a group of male followers to join him in castration. And this was to remove any temptation for sexual desire at all. Not many of them did this with him, but Marshall and six other men did actually travel to Mexico City to have a surgical castration done. This, to me, is just quite literally insane. Not only is he convincing these men to carry out this medical procedure, but just this whole movement, cult, whatever you want to call it, it just it blows my mind. The people are able to totally convince groups of people that everything that they say is true and factual, and people just go to crazy lengths to carry out acts for these people. It just, it blows my mind. I guess everyone just wants something to believe in. In the early 1990s, the Heaven's Gate group started a website where they discussed Comet Hail Bop, which is a comet that was like super bright, people would be able to see it, big thing. Everyone wanted to look at it. Um, and they said that this would house the secret to their ultimate salvation and ascent into the kingdom of heaven. Marshall was able to use these websites and the internet to raise $400,000. And with this money, he put out more ads. And this time it was about the second wave. In January of 1994, there was an LA Weekly article that was written about the group, and in this article, the group is referred to as the Total Overcomers, so that's just another name for 
heavens kate this article reached a number of individuals but one person in particular that it reached who eventually joined the group was richard ford after richard ford joined the group he was reported to have changed his name to rio d'angelo and he would play a large role in the eventual devastating end to this religious movement in October of 1996, Heaven's Gate rented a large home in Rancho Santa Fe, California, and they called this home the Monastery. This home was 9,200 square feet, and it was practically a fucking mansion. That's a huge house, and they paid $7,000 cash for this home monthly, which is crazy to me. Also in October, it is reported that the group purchased alien abduction insurance that would cover up to 50 members and get this it would pay out 1 million to each person and that is just wild to me that they got that and it, what like never heard of that but i digress march 19th and 20th of 1997 marshall recorded himself and in these recordings marshall spoke about mass suicide and how it was the only way to evacuate this earth. He called this Doe's final exit. Marshall also spoke about how the spacecraft that would take them into heaven was right behind the comet Hale-Bopp that was coming into like the line of vision to people, the comet that was passing by earth. He said that this spacecraft was following that. And the comet itself would represent the closure to Heaven's Gate. This UFO was supposed to take their souls after the suicides, and it would take them to another level of existence above humans. Each member of Heaven's Gate then videotaped themselves giving farewell messages. On March 26, 1997, 38 followers and Marshall Applewhite took a mixture of phenobarbital mixed with pudding or applesauce, and after this, they drank vodka. The individuals then proceeded to put plastic bags around their heads, and this would make them obviously asphyxiate. Every single one of them were dressed in black shirts and black sweatpants, and they all had the same shoes that were black and white Nike decades. Along with the matching outfits, they all had on these armbands, and they had the words Heaven's Gate Away Team, which is just honestly quite eerie, very creepy. And they all had a $5 bill and three quarters in their pockets. After they all had died, the surviving members would take the bags off of their heads and lay them normally on the bed, and then they put some sort of purple fabric over the torso of the body. Out of 39 individuals, 21 of these were women and 18 were men, and all of them were between the ages of 26 and 72. It was also believed that they all died over a period of three days doing the cleanup after each group. So like one group would go, they would clean up after them. Another group would go clean up after them. You get the gist. Marshall Applewhite was believed to be third to last to die. 
and there were two other members that went after him and both of them actually still had the plastic bags on their heads and they had no purple fabric so they were believed to be the last people to go. There were packages sent out around the time of the last suicides and these packages included the Doe's final exit VHS tapes and also some of the members farewell messages and one of these people who received these packages was Rio D'Angelo. Rio D'Angelo was actually the one to go over to the home to confirm that these videos were in fact true and he reported the mass suicide anonymously. After the discovery of all of the 39 bodies, autopsies were carried out and then all of the bodies were eventually cremated and there were at least three other members that would later die by suicide in the following months after the mass suicide. A lot of people view this incident as a mass suicide, but others are not so sure and call this murder. So what do you think? Do you think it is a mass suicide or do you think it's murder? I personally could for sure see the route of murder. These people quite literally were manipulated so aggressively to the point that they believe that their only way to be saved and to reach this higher evolution of self was to die by suicide. And that is just wild to me. I think that is just crazy. And he gave them the drugs and stuff that killed them. So I don't know. To me, it just makes sense. It is reported that the website is still operated by two former group members, but the growth, growth of the group has slowed, oh my god, has slowed, sorry, <laughs> has slowed to practically nothing because their website is the only way to reach people now. This is the insane story of the Heaven's Gate religious movement, cult, whatever you'd like to call it. Thank you so much for listening. Alright you guys, so that was the Heaven's Gate religious movement cult situation. I hope you enjoyed it. That has bothered me for a really long time. Like I said, it is just wild. Cults are very interesting to me. I think it's just crazy that people can just get that many people to just believe what they say. Just off of word no action just just worked it's wild but that's all for today i think that is about it just make sure you go and enter for the spooky basket and that's pretty much the only announcement i have for you i love you guys and i'll see you tomorrow i hope you're enjoying the spooky week and i hope you enjoyed today all right bye bye <laughs>